Hi, friends. I'm Adrian, And I'm John. And welcome to the Love the Process podcast. We've been married 12 years, 11 good ones, and have four awesome kids. My career has centered around process improvement and leadership development. And I'm the CEO and owner of an insurance company and real estate team. We are working to become better versions of ourselves every day. And we invite you to join us as we share our journey and the lessons we have learned in life, business, and figuring out how to love the process to becoming great. Let's go. So I've come up with this mantra, and it's this. Never take advice from a quitter. Ever. <laughs> okay? And, 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 and I'm not talking about quitting habits that are crappy. I call that retirement, man. You got to let it go. You got to retire from things that are causing you uh, difficulties getting to where you're going. Unhealthy relationships. Uh, uh, unhealthy uh, yeah. habits around food. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not talking about those things. So don't 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 turn off just yet. But I'm talking about the people in your world who will just say, "Hey, it's okay, bro. Take a day off. Hey, it's all good. It's all good, man. You're okay. It's okay to to give up on that goal. It's okay to give up on that dream." Man, if you have a dream or a goal, you have to protect it one, but two, you have to have people in your world who will feel those possibilities and 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 it takes you either you either want it or you don't but the idea of of just continuing to to press on is is going to be necessary for us as we go forward with our goals that we set in the new year and that's often going to come through your purpose through your why if you are driven by sufficient purpose you will have the possibility to press through the guaranteed, guaranteed difficulties. There is nobody who achieved any goal that's worthy that didn't have adversity or difficulty along their way. A matter of fact, when we interview, uh, one of the characteristics that I want to vet out, I want to find out before we conceivably bring somebody into our organization and into our world is, have you been through something difficult? And what did you do in the difficult time? And, and, and if it's, you know, uh, I just moved on. I just, I just want the grass is greener over here type of idea. We are not going to make that higher because there's a good chance uh, from studying people and studying results that their first time having that uh, difficulty is going to be with us. Everybody's going to go through difficult times. Everybody's going to have, have obstacles that they need to overcome. And, and it really comes down to this concept of persistence. Yeah. And I think it also is related to your mind. Right. How do you, how do you have a philosophy within your brain to sort of flip the narrative? So have you guys seen that movie finding Nemo? Yeah. So in finding Nemo. There's Dory and she sings her little song. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Ooh, 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 ooh. Totally. <laughs> She's not saying just don't drown. Just don't drown. Just don't. Yeah, drown. just don't get divorced. Just, <laughs> just, just, just don't get divorced. Right. She's really focusing on the goal that she wants. She wants to continue to swim. She wants to keep moving forward, and she's focusing on that. She's not focusing on what she doesn't want to just do. Just don't go broke. Just don't go broke, <laughs> man. Just don't hit the car. Just, just don't, just don't do it. So what we, really, I love that. I love that idea of just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. What we really have to, kind of unpack, I think, in our own. Minds, And I think this is different for everyone. We have to unpack what is it that causes us to quit? What is the story that we tell ourselves that, that, that causes us to make the choice to 
quit versus the choice to persist. I often say quitters never win and winners never quit. And and that is is an adage that really it can be unpacked to a number of things that go through the mind. You know, a friend of mine says ego is not the amigo. And and often the ego is the the part of our brain that that wants to attach itself to outcomes and it and it wants to label things with fear and with regret and with doubt and and with man I've I, I've tried this eighteen thousand times like like why would I get up to bat one more time and and I think that 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 mentality is is just that I will always get back up I will always keep fighting. Uh, I will, as long as I'm breathing, I'll keep fighting. And, and this, this disbelief system that you can develop if you want to adopt it is that regardless of the past, the future is spotless because the past is often what's causing the quit, the past and the story and the self pity. And, and hear me, hear my heart in this. Um, I do not not struggle with this. You know, we talked about this on the first podcast when I was trying to be present and I threw my phone and people wanted to hear more about being present. But really what that was, was, um, a, a really tough couple weeks that came after that. Uh, we, I come home on a Saturday. I'd been traveling for four days, uh, Monday through Thursday, Friday. I'm working all day Saturday morning. I have a couple of meetings and, and then I get home and, and then a guy wants me to go up and and look at a house in, in Everett. And and I go to Adrian and I ask her and she says that it's up to you, which by the way means <laughs> don't do it. Okay. <laughs> don't do it. So for anybody listening out there, if it wife, means sense the tone. Yeah. That's what it means. Yeah. Sense Pay the attention tone. to what is happening around you. Know your role. Before you make a decision. Be present. <laughs> so I, I uh but I decided, I mean I'm gonna go ahead and do it anyway. And, and Adrian was six months pregnant at the time, and uh, she was not excited at all about my decision. And so we, we got in a, in a fight, uh, a, an argument. I mean, it wasn't, it was a, one of the most memorable in the last couple few years. Uh, Adrian was crying. She was, um, the kids were, she went down, she didn't want to try too much in front of the kids, it seemed like. And so she went down to the car. And, and, and I had thrown my phone already. I truly felt in that moment, like I'd failed. I felt like I was a failure as a dad. I felt I was a failure as a husband. I felt I was a failure uh, in, in so many ways. And, um, and what ensued for me from that time. And, um, I did go down, the kids said, go down and see her. And I went down and, and, uh, <laughs> and we hung out and, and, uh, and we had to process this and, uh, and it was acute, like it was, it was acute. And, and my, my mind and my body and my soul was, uh, consumed with depression. I, I, I didn't go see, I can't tell you it was clinical depression. That might be different than what I had. I'm not trying to diagnose, uh, anybody listening on this podcast to, to, to those things, but I was, I was totally depressed. I, I could not, I didn't want to eat. I, I could, I had a hard time sleeping. I was totally, um, I, I had thoughts in my mind, like, 
I'm going to, what if I'm always like this? Do you remember? And we, we had a lunch on a Monday or Tuesday. I don't remember, uh, down in, in Kirkland and it's 72 degrees. It's a beautiful sunny day. And I start to basically cry. And, and I remember telling Adrian, and this is, this is the, the mentality that I had in that season. I remember telling Adrian that if whatever this is consumes me, you tell the girls that I, and she was pregnant with Tiger, so we didn't have any boys yet. You tell them that I died facing up the mountain. And I, and I, I just believe that the concept of being willing to die for what you believe is, is important when it comes down to persistence. And, and it also is important in terms of what goals we set. Because if the only thing we're dying for is the truth. And, and I was committed to, and I mean, I felt awful. And so um, what ended up happening is, is I, I wanted to cancel a trip to uh, a, a camp in Malibu. It was a men's trip that was pre-planned. I, I, just, I just thought I was not in a state of mind to, to be useful to anybody. And I, and I shouldn't even go. And uh, with some encouragement from a few friends, and again, back to who's in your corner, who's around you, they said, you should go. And from Adrian, she's like, uh, you know, if you want to go or not go, it's up to you. I decided to go. And my, my dear friend Kent Williams and I had a, had a moment on a Thursday night in that place where I'm totally disconnected from internet, phone, or anything. And uh, we sat down and frankly, we prayed. And I woke up on Friday morning and I have not felt that way since. And, and, and I, 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 but if I hadn't found some way to persist to be in that space at that time, um, I believe the outcome would be, would be different. Yeah. I mean, I feel like when we look back at that rough time, I feel like you were off mission. Like your time right. was being spent in things that took a lot of time, but didn't necessarily move our family towards the right direction. And we had to figure that out. We had to figure that out together. And I think, I mean, that's one thing yeah. that you're really good at is looking back and then learning from kind of those rough patches and figuring out what am I going to do to move forward? Yeah. I, I remember, um, uh, another story on, on kind of this is, is I remember in 2015, uh, Adrian was online and we were at her parents' house and, and there was, there was the house that we live in now that, you know, we had kind of joked for a few years, like, man, that would be an awesome place to live. And, uh, I remember with a young life kid in 2012, even, uh, playing golf and going by the house and telling him, wouldn't that be a great place? And, you know, he dragged kids around all summer on the water, et cetera. And, and he says, he says, yeah, man, that, that place would be awesome. He goes, is it for sale? You know? And I said, not yet. And, and so I'm trying to cast a possibility, but I don't even remember saying that. Um, but I do remember, uh, in 2015, Adrian's found it and, and we call a guy up who, well, we were looking 
we were online. We weren't planning to buy a house. Right. But we had just decided we were living in a house that was across the street from one of the high schools. And we had just decided this house needs to be used for something else. It needs to be used for full-time young life. And right. so we decided let's just move out and right. let them move in. And we'll just go rent something or something like that for a while. We'll live in our camper or something. <laughs> we just knew this is what we want to do. We want to give the house to Young Life for a period of time and go do something else. So I was like, oh, wouldn't it be fun to rent some pl- someplace kind of cool? Maybe on Lake Washington or something like that. And that's when we, that's when I found it right. for sale. Right. And, and so, uh, so we quickly, I quickly move and, and, and get some documents together and, um, and we're, you know, we're looking at the process of it. And, uh, so we make an offer and, and we don't, we don't hear anything back. And, um, our, our agent is, is kind of at the time he's tied up with some other things and, and, uh, Adrian, um, you know, decides I'm going to come off. I come off the football field and the kids are loaded in the car. And, uh, this is, um, the cue that we're going to go down and just take a look at the house and just see if, if, uh, the guy has seen our offer or see what's going on. And so we go down and, and, uh, he happens to be there and, uh, he was looking at finding a different way to list it. His, his listing agent had really was unable to be reached. And so that was frustrating to him. And, um, you know, I can share my frustrations that we're trying to just, you know, figure out what might work. And so long story short, uh, we find somebody who writes up the paperwork for us and we, we go under contract. The guy, uh, accepts our offer. And so, you know, now I've got it in pre-approval from uh, a friend of mine who's at a, at a, at a bank and, and, uh, we're going to keep that house across the street, right? This is back to what's your mission. What's what's your heart in it? We're going to keep the house across the street. We're going to, um, to have some young life leaders move in. We've already got them ready to go. And, uh, you know, the company we're working with already, you know, they're aware of those things from my understanding. And, uh, I get a call. I'm volunteering at the, the U.S. Open. I'm on the 12th hole at uh, Chambers Bay. And my phone starts going off, and it sounds like they're, they're going to jump off the loan if we don't uh, sell the, the house across the street. Uh, they felt it was too much exposure. Yet we, you know, we'd already looked at all those factors, and I said, well, that's, that's not what we're trying to accomplish here, so that's not going to work. But I also, um, you know, took the girls down to Lake Pleasant RV park. And we, we looked at the possibility of, of living there. Cause we already had people who were going to move into the house that we we're in like August 1st. And, and so, um, as I am, uh, going through this, I'm looking back even at pictures of things that happened and you gotta be like, Adrian will tell you a story about when I actually got a little sleep in this, but I, I might not have slept for 20 days. I mean, I got two to three hours, four hours a night. It was a very consuming process. But do you remember that night when I actually did fall asleep? (laughs) I was very pregnant with Olive. We seem to move when I'm pregnant. (laughs) We we didn't this time. Seems to be a habit. It was really actually a lot easier to not move this time. I bet. (laughs) Um, I was really pregnant with Olive and my back was, I, I always got really bad backs when I was pregnant lot of weight out front. And so my back was hurting. I woke up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and I stood up to go and my back like collapsed on me and I fell to the floor, my hands and knees. 
and I was trying to, but I had to pee really bad and I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. But I look over and John was finally asleep for like the past several nights when I had woken up to go to the bathroom. He'd been awake. There he is working on whatever, you know, trying to strategize to try to get this house. And so I look over and he's asleep. So I crawled into the bathroom, (laughs) pulled myself up to the toilet to go to the bathroom and then crawled back because it had been so intense. I did not want to wake him up. And and Adrian's talking about this power of, of teamwork, right? She's talking about this power of of having a having a team of people who who believe in a possibility. And and the question I really ask is if you're thinking about quitting, do you really believe? Do you really believe in the goal that you set? Do you really believe in the purpose behind it? Do you really believe? Because because that will be tested in anything great. It will be tested and and the critical point will come down to Will I persist? Will I take to any length uh, and exhaust all possibilities within the time and space that I'm in based on the goal that I have is set? Will I exhaust my effort toward that end or will I quit? And by the way, quitting is easier. Quitting is easier and quitting becomes a habit. And and, and it's one of the, the worst habits that can be created is the quitting mind. And so, and I'm not saying, hey, don't take this personally, because from here, regardless of the past, the future is spotless, we can start to work towards finishing things. And for me, even, um, it came down to finishing college. It came down to graduating from high school after I was suspended for 41 days my junior year. I mean, it, it came down to to various difficulties that I, I just believed in the possibility, but I had, man, I had my aunt pulling for me. I had my uncle pulling for me. I had my mom pulling for me. I had lunch with my mom yesterday and this is on that idea of teamwork and we're sitting down and, and we fixed a, a, a situation that she had at her, at her, at her apartment uh, that was frustrating her and me frankly too. And, and it got handled and we're having subway and I'm thinking to myself, my mom always believes she always believes she can believe for everyone listening. I believe that. And so, so do you believe? And, and so this power of belief is, is, is really custom to uh, this concept of persistence. They go hand in hand and, and, and it will be tested. It's not a question of, of if, it's a question of when and how severe will the test be. And the bigger the goal that you set, the more audacious the goal, the more the test is going to be. And so the ability to bear pain is often inversely proportionate to your ability to lead. And so developing a pain threshold in, in, in things that are grueling and tough, both physically and mentally, that don't have stakes of dying, you know, there's certain things we, we don't want to take them on because there's risks involved. But to ask yourself, Will I die if I do this? No, do it then. Adrian talked about that already. Do it anyway. Yeah, and I think too, you know, going back to what you said around getting rid of those stories from your past. Your parents, if your parents were divorced, that does not mean that has to be your story. Right. And if and, you, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, if you got fired from a previous job, that does not have to be your future. That does not have to be your story. And by the way, I've been fired from more jobs than Adrian's had. That's our family. Uh, secret, although it's not much of a secret anymore. And uh, I, she's had it. I've been fired exactly three times. So she's had two jobs. But the 
Absolutely. Tell yourself a story on the back of a divorce to go, man, I learned how a marriage can fail, right? Man, I learned what ha- why did I get fired? I learned something in every one of those things that I saw that didn't go so well that, that next time I'm going to be tougher. And, and everybody's got some things that they've seen in their world and their experience, even as, as lush as the United States of America seems on its face. We have so many things to draw from and, and decide to believe and empower the story forward. Yeah. And that, I mean, that takes everyday perseverance, everyday yeah. action Yep. and everyday change. Your yep. ability to be able to notice when you feel off and then take an action to be able to get back in place. I just yelled at my kids. Now I'm going to stop, apologize and redirect the day. Right. Or yep. I just screwed up on this project and now I have a choice. I can lie about it. Or I can then, own it. Or I can own it. And so, I mean, my ability to be able to own something when it's hard has been some of the biggest learnings. Totally. I totally agree with that. The, the, I was talking with a friend just yesterday about this. Um, and, and it's like, you know, a project didn't go as exactly intended and, and something kind of missed, et cetera. And, and it's not that that will cause the failure. What will cause the failure is the lack of the ownership. That is, in an essence, the, would be a failure. And, and so now I'm not saying you're not going to fail and fail forward. But when you have the ability or the, uh, I guess, uh, really the paradigm, uh, the idea that, that if I own the hard stuff and if I'm transparent and if I'm who I am and if I'm myself, then I have a, a better opportunity to persist which will give me the greatest opportunity to achieve the goals that I've set, which hopefully are in alignment with our mission. And what Adrian talked about there was so good that so often, you know, we can get busy um, executing on things that don't align with our purpose, that don't align with our, our goals. And man, how great is it to take the idea of the story of wanting somebody like Adrian or vice versa to hold me accountable, to demand from me. The word demand is, is, is so underappreciated in America right now. People need to be demanded of the default for me would be to sleep in. The default for me would be to, to hide from the difficulty. The default to me would be to go, ah, it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. It's, it's, you know, I'll tell a quick story and, and, and uh, then Adrian will say a few things and I think we'll be about done on this topic. We've hammered on it. But um, I was watching uh, Tony Robbins talk. Uh, he came to Washington. He hadn't been to Washington in like 18 years. And a friend of mine said, man, you got to come down and see this guy. And I'd never seen him. And I hadn't frankly even read any of his stuff at this time. And it was a few years ago. And he said that, that Al Gore when he was at a convention of Tony Robbins after he had lost the election to George Bush in 2000, he said that Al Gore said, he said, why did you lose the election? And Al said, because I couldn't get the Supreme Court votes. And, and Tony leaned into that. And he said, in all fairness, lack of resources is never why we fail. 
It's a lack of resourcefulness. And it's a lack of resourcefulness. And he backed up to a debate where he said, you, you didn't show up ready to go. What happened there? And I'll, I'll, I'll at that point own that moment. And he was grateful for Tony to demand of him to be honest and have integrity around why that failure occurred. And, and so we've got to persist and we've got to go the extra mile and do whatever it takes, whatever it takes. We have two, two things, do whatever it takes, find a way, fa, F-A-W, find a way, (laughs) find a way and find a way has a period. And there's, there is nothing outside of find a way and any, and, and any iteration outside of find a way often diminishes the capacity and the possibilities for human achievement. And I think it's total crap. Now find a way to do something that matters. Find a way to do something that lines up with your purpose. Find a way to do something that lines up with your mission. Find a way to do something that lines up with your, your soul. Don't violate those things, but find a way once we have set those things forward. Yeah, that's so good. Okay, so if you are waning on some of your goals in the new year, just know it happens to everyone. Right. It's expected, but it does not have to be the answer. It doesn't have to be the end. It doesn't have to be the result. We can today. We can keep going. Today is the day. Today's the first day of the rest of our life. Today is the day. <laughs> today is the day. So what do we, we want to hit on quotes? All right, let's do our top four. What is your quote of the week? <clears throat> So I'm going to give a quote from uh, the, the late Winston Churchill, uh, and this was in the, the dire hours of, of World War II. Uh, England was being bombed very severely when he gave this, this, this talk, and, and then he sat down. He said, never give in, never give in, never, 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 in nothing great or small, large or petty, never give in except in convictions of honor and good sense, Winston Churchill. And, and he also was uh, supposedly gave a speech at a, a commencement in the same era where he was asked to stand up. And he, he gave a very short speech that said, never, never, never give up. So good. Okay, our kid quote of the week. Um, Okay, so Canyon one time came home from preschool and she said, Mommy, I learned a magic word. And I said, what's your magic word? And she said, my magic word is yet. I said, well, give me an example. She said, I don't know how to do a backflip yet. And she said, if you add yet to the end of a sentence, it makes it magic. And I'm like, that is so good. (laughs) I love that preschool. Um, That is, yeah, that is so good. I love I mean, that is such a great reminder for me. What do I not know how to do yet? If I am stuck, if I'm having a hard time, it's because I haven't learned it yet. What a good reminder. So good. It's awesome. It's awesome. All right, babe, what are you loving? You know, I'm loving uh, the process. (laughs) Nobody's used that one yet, so I'm going to use it. I love, I'm loving the process. Uh, like I said on the outset, this is uh, a new um, idea that we feel a, a duty to to journey with people who are all in process 
and and I'm loving the process, and, and in that I'm loving the feedback, I'm loving the conversations, I'm loving the stories, and I and I just hope and and look forward to that continuing. That's awesome. That's what I'm loving. <laughs> okay. My loving and learning is kind of tied together. So I'm going to do both of mine right now. Okay. I am learning how to find my voice. So I think mm. I've been loving just sort of chatting through all of these topics with you, preparing for the topics that we're going to chat about on the podcast. And I think through that, I've just, I don't know, I've been learning how to find my voice a little bit through that of what mm. we talk about a lot of this stuff, just the two of us mm. together. Um, try to and I it. think we live it. Mm-hmm. We try. Good. We, yeah. <laughs> we try to live it. Yeah. <laughs> we try to live <clears throat> it, but I don't, I'm not necessarily, my personality isn't necessarily a super vocal right. chatty about t- things like this in my everyday life. And so I don't know, I'm learning how to find my voice and what that looks like for me and my personality and just being true to myself and, I've just really been enjoying the fact that I can do this podcast with you and we can learn about these different topics and chat about this together, but that I can do it. I am me. I, there's only one me. It's like that Dr. Seuss quote. There's no one newer than you or something, (laughs) something like that. And so it just, I feel totally true to me as we're going through this process. And I've been loving that and also kind of learning what that means and looks like. You know, and, and I, so we're going to learning now. Uh, I assume I'm learning that there's so much to learn uh, in this journey it, when everything you say or think is kind of broadcast in, in a venue like this. Um, things are brought to my attention that both challenge and, and help and, and, and help me discover uh, new ways of of seeing things and really are opening more doors into my mind. So I'm learning that I have a, a ton to learn. And then the other thing I'm learning that I just came across and, and it's on this, this topic. So I just want to share this quote. Uh, I talk about often you got to be flexible to the route when you're setting your goals. Um, but this also this persistence, right? So, uh, you know, Jeff Bezos was once asked uh, recently about the idea of stubborn or flexible, like, like which one, you know, you need to be stubborn or flexible. And he basically says both. And here's the quote. He says, if you're not stubborn, you'll give up on experiments too soon. And if you're not flexible, you'll pound your head against the wall and you won't see a different solution to a problem you're trying to solve. And that's a mission to solve problems. That's a mission. And, uh, so that was Jeff Bezos and he's done decently well in, in the uh, business world. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, I hope everyone has. What are you learning? Or is that, did you take it learning and loving at the same time? Yeah. Good work. <laughs> efficient. You know, she's an efficiency expert. I'm trying to be efficient. It just was tied together. <laughs> well played. All right. Well, I hope everyone has a great week. Let's and... go get them. Never yeah. give up. Let's go get them. Thanks, friends. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to the Love the Process podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Instagram, and YouTube. Please subscribe, share, comment, and follow along on our journey of loving the process. Let's go!